Hello, hello, Michelle here. The podcast has a new name. It's called The Magic Is You with Michelle and Amy. It used to be called The Michelle and Amy Show, but lots of things are changing and chapters are closing, new chapters are opening, and we, I just could feel that it was time for a new name. Actually, it's not new, it's the name of my coaching program, The Magic Is You. but That name signifies all of the philosophies and practices and perspectives that Amy and I teach at the heart of everything we put out there, and it feels really good for it to be the name of this podcast moving forward. And in this episode, I want to talk about a topic that I'm going to write about in my book, actually, and my book is going to be called The Magic Is You, Unpopular Advice for Creative Entrepreneurs. And in this episode, I want to talk about an unpopular opinion. (laughs) And that unpopular opinion is we need to pay people for their advice. We need to stop asking women, especially, for free advice. Because, and especially in the entrepreneurial world, like this is rampant. It's just expected that if I have a question, you need to answer it. You need to give me personalized education around this problem I'm having. (laughs) And it seems innocent at first, but in the long run, it is really harmful because it promotes a culture of women's time not being valuable, not being worth money, and women already do so much free labor in the home, in society. We all already have an, what's called an, an invisible workload that is completely unpaid. <laughs> we don't make any money for so much of the work that we already do on a day-to-day basis. So to go into entrepreneurship and continue that paradigm is so harmful. And I know that there is a lot of advice around giving free value, around being super helpful, around the beauty of being tagged by people in Facebook groups because you're the known expert and then being able to give your advice freely everywhere across social media is going to get you clients in the long run if you're a super, super helpful person. I want to challenge that because I believe that if you decide that your advice is worth money, (laughs) your personal advice is worth money, then you can also be successful from that place too. You can be even more successful because you're not spending year after year after year thinking that you have to win enough brownie points from all the free advice you've given across all these different platforms before you can charge for something. I don't think that we need to fill someone's cup up with personalized free advice before they think that our our expertise is valuable enough for them to pay us. 
there are plenty of ways for us to give free advice without being so drained from the kind of advice that is deemed most helpful, which is personal advice, like in DMs, in comments, in messages, like that is where I draw the line because it is not it is not sustainable and it doesn't create leverage. And for someone to want personal individual advice, that should cost money. That should cost money because that is your personal individual time. That advice doesn't get to go out and serve millions of people. It is only going into the ears of one person and that should cost money because For you to take that time to give someone personal advice, that is you saying, I'm not going to take this time to spend with my family. I'm not going to take this time to work on my book. I'm not going to take this time to do what I set out to do when I woke up this morning. Like you are saying no to other priorities in order to react to this person who has this problem and wants you to solve it. If your question can't be solved on Google and you need this person to give you personalized um, advice around your question, then that should cost money. Even when I was super broke, and literally sleeping on the floor on a secondhand futon in a decrepit apartment and cleaning houses for a living, I knew that if I wanted someone to sit down and pay attention to my question and give me personalized advice, I had to pay them for that. (laughs) And it makes all the difference in the world to have to pay for that. I had a call, I talk about this all the time, I had a call with a yogi about my business and my health. I paid him $300 to talk to him for 60 minutes. And it was amazing because that act of spending that money on myself for his help was an affirmation to me that I was worth it. And that was just as powerful as the advice he gave me And I was able to absorb the advice he gave me so much more than if it was free because I was paying for that advice. I was saying, I believe your advice is valuable. I am paying for it. And what he told me, I took on board and I literally built my business with the help of what he told me that day. And I talk about that experience a lot because I know that that was important. It was important for me to spend that money on myself. It was important for me to respect his time enough to pay for it. And I've carried that with me for the last six years because that was six years ago. And it always affirmed to me the value of paying for other people's expertise because if if you're giving free advice, Even if that that advice is so valuable, like you've spent years learning how to do this and you've had trials and errors and ups and downs and all of this price you pay to be able to be able to have the insights that you have when you answer people's questions, 
and then you give it away for free, they're not going to really value it because it was free. <laughs> so if you really want to help people, you let them pay for it. And if they can't pay for it, they can go to your podcast. They can go read your book. They can go watch your YouTube show. They can go read your blog post. They can go like there's there are all these ways for people to get your expertise for free if they want free. But for you to personally give your time and energy and attention for free is to promote a culture where personal time and energy and attention is not worth much. And that is not true. It is worth so much. And by letting people pay for it, you are giving them the gift of knowing that their time and energy and attention is also worth money. But when we are constantly giving away free advice, free time, free attention, then we're perpetuating a culture where everyone else also thinks that their time and attention is also free and they shouldn't be able they, they shouldn't charge for it because you didn't charge for it so how can they charge for it it really doesn't sustain anyone in the long run and it cripples the entrepreneurial i don't even know if this is a word or phrase it cripples the entrepreneurial economy because it just creates thousands upon thousands or millions of people who struggle to charge for anything. They struggle to value their own intellectual property. And in today's day and age, intellectual property is all we have. Like we're not in a marketplace selling apples and oranges, we're selling information. And if we can't value our information just because there's no physical construct to it and it's all invisible and digital doesn't mean it's not valuable it doesn't mean that it's not worth money and yeah there there are more sustainable ways of helping people if we're willing to not be so simple about it in terms of how we think about it Like it's so easy to think, oh, someone needs help. Let me help them. Okay, I helped them. That was helpful. No. It's like when a country is in crisis and people rush to donate clothes and food and all of these physical goods and all the while the organizations that are on the ground actually doing the work to help these countries and they have all of this expertise around what it actually takes to help a country come out of crisis they're the, they're literally saying don't send food and clothes and stuff like don't you're crippling the economy you are not helping you are making it harder for us to do our job you are making it harder for us for this harder for this country to get back on its feet do not send a bunch of crap <laughs> there are ways to help that are helpful and there are ways of quote unquote helping that are not helpful and for for the example of helping a country in crisis these organizations that are experts at it say send us money so that we can do our job of how it actually works to help a country come out of crisis don't just 
assume that you know what it's going to take. So I want more entrepreneurs, especially women entrepreneurs, to have the courage to decide how they want to help instead of defaulting to what the majority thinks help looks like in an entrepreneurial space. Like, it is not so simple. Um, Over a year ago, for example, I got a message from an entrepreneur who never bought anything from me or really consumed any of my free content, but knew enough about me to figure that I could probably help her with something she was going through. Um, So she messaged me and uh, was listed out her whole situation, her whole life, life situation, all the problems and issues and particulars that she was going through. And I was like, I can't help you with this. For me, for you to really have a helpful response, it's not going to come out of me in Facebook Messenger like like magic. (laughs) Definitely not going to come for free because for me to give a really helpful response would have taken a coaching call, would have taken back and forth conversations and more time and more energy. And I didn't say all that. All I said was, I can't help, but I know that we all have the answers within us and we all need to tap into what we know is best for our lives. Because also, no one one knows your situation better than you. No one knows what's best for you better than you. No one has the answers to your life than you and so I was just trying to give her her power back (laughs) like you actually have the answers I don't even really know you a Facebook message isn't going to tell me everything about you and for me to know more it's not what I'm like this is not on my agenda today to figure out how to know how to help you that's not like I was literally on my way to go to a retreat I wanted to relax and take some time for myself and it just was crazy that it's like like I could feel the energy around oh no Michelle you have to stop what you're doing and help this person like you had no idea she was going to message you today you had no idea she would take all this time today but you need to still remove everything else you thought you were going to do and help this person instead because that's what she expected she expected that I would just read the message and reply and I could feel that expectation and I said I can't help but I know you know what you need to do and she got so angry (laughs) she was like how dare you this is what it means to be an entrepreneur This is what it means to be a woman entrepreneur. We should all help people. We're supposed to help people. (laughs) We're supposed to help each other figure out what we're supposed to do. And I was like, that is so wrong. You don't get to decide how I'm supposed to help you. And I didn't say that either. But that's what she was basically saying is it was 
it was on her to decide how I should help her. And I did not have the right to say, I can't help you. And it's so effed up. (laughs) And I was just like, I have so many ways that I help people. I have the podcast. I have the YouTube show. I have courses. I have created 10 years of resources with free advice. I help people. But I get to decide how I want to be helpful. It's not up to other people to decide how I am helpful. It is not other people's responsibility to define what makes Michelle Rohr a helpful person. And that is what has happened in the entrepreneurial world. We've let everyone else define what it looks like for us to be helpful. And it's toxic because we are, we are already helping to the detriment of our own well-being. We are already carrying an invisible workload. We are already exhausted from helping everybody else at the expense of ourselves. There's already a bunch of garbage here to clean up without adding on other people's simple, oversimplified ideas around what it looks like to be a helpful human being, a helpful mother, a helpful daughter, a helpful entrepreneur, a helpful co-worker. We have to take our power back instead of letting other people tell us what that should look like. Um, One last example um, with some tips in it. So a couple years ago, someone I know messaged me asking for help. asking for help on how to deal with being messaged so much by people asking for help. (laughs) Like it's such a circle. And, you know, it is, it is, it's, it's your choice. Maybe someone has a question and you are totally energetically available to giving that advice for free, but it's your choice. It's your choice. And you get to decide moment by moment, person by person, what you are energetically available for. This doesn't have to be black and white. So this person was asking for advice on how to deal with the tidal wave of messages and DMs and comments and tagging that people, like when you're out there producing content, you're doing YouTube YouTube shows, you're doing podcasts or posting helpful threads or slides on Instagram, whatever, People are going to be like, oh, what about this? What about that? And messaging you and telling you their life story and asking for a particular tailored advice to their situation, da, 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 da. And at first it can seem exciting, like, oh my gosh, this is so great. People are being helped helped by what I'm putting out there. But then you get to a point where you're exhausted, where it's too much, where it's like no reciprocity. And to give people really good advice, you have to stop and think and really read what they're saying and really try to think about what they're not saying and read between the lines and think of the nuances and think of their situation and think like for you to give good advice you have to put a lot of time and energy into it 
And that takes away from other things that you were planning to use your time and energy for. And so this person was messaging me asking, how do I handle this? I'm exhausted. I have two kids. I don't have the energy for all of all of these messages. And I feel bad because I can't get to everybody and I can't reply as much as as deeply as I want to. And it, like it was causing so much mental health stress. <laughs> and I said, okay, here's a few things. Number one is you can decide, do I actually just want to give free advice to this person in this moment? That's one option. Number two is you can say, I'd love to help you with this. Here's a link to my page where you can pay to pick my brain. Like offer a service for people to buy in order to pick your brain. That way there's reciprocity. That way they're actually saying, I want the answer bad enough or the assistance with my question bad enough to pay for it. That is how much I care about myself and about you. (laughs) Option number three is um, you can say, oh, I'd love to answer this question on my podcast. If you want, I can cover this on my next episode. I don't have to mention your name or your particulars, but we can. I can cover this on my next episode. That way it can help a lot more people. Those are always three options, three really great options. Sometimes, yes, you can want to give free advice, but for that to be the norm, for that to be the standard, it's wrecking us. <laughs> it should no longer be the standard of what it means to be a helpful entrepreneur, a helpful woman, because it perpetuates a culture of continuing to undervalue our intellectual property. And it doesn't even serve the person who needs the advice because again, people need for them to value your advice. They need to pay for it. Otherwise they won't really value it. I have spent Even before becoming an online entrepreneur, I have spent so, so much time and energy giving people advice, like literally meeting up in coffee shops, sitting down, spending hour after hour after hour, giving people advice, listening to their situation, helping them come up with a game plan, helping them figure out what to do next, blah, 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 blah. Because that is who I am. I want to help people. The thing is, I have learned what it means to help people and what it doesn't mean, what what helping doesn't have to mean. <laughs> like I am like that is that is my biggest thing is I love to help people. I had just had to educate myself through hard experience on what it actually means to really truly be helpful. And what it didn't look like was giving people personal free time and energy and attention for hours and hours because you know what? It was free. They didn't value it. And in the end, they didn't take my advice. So here I am, a dried out, tired, worn out person because of all the free advice I was giving. And then the person I would, people I would pour all that of, of that advice into, they didn't do anything with it. They just went on and did exactly what they were always doing and kept repeating the same patterns and same problems and same issues. And like, it was like, it didn't even matter how much time and energy I had spent trying to help them. <laughs> if it w- if it's free, chances are they're not going to value it. 
Yes, there's exceptions. Yes, there's times where you give someone free advice and they take it and run with it and go achieve amazing things with it. But why can't they pay for it? Even if it's, I don't know, 20 bucks. Why, why, would that, why is that so terrible? It shouldn't be terrible. Like, it should, like, if someone can't afford in this moment to pay you for one-on-one advice, then they have, they have options. They can either check out all of your free content, they can save up the money, they can, they can, like, they can always see what other ways they have of learning from you if they're not willing to buy anything. It shouldn't be, well, I don't have the money, therefore it needs to be free. Like, we don't help people that way. People need to value intellectual property. Like, we create, we create ways for our expertise to be consumed freely. That's called a podcast. That's called a blog post. That's called an Instagram post. That's called a YouTube show. Like we consciously create free content all the time. When I say we, I mean you, I mean everyone in online business. The problem is when other people create their own ideas for how and what should be free from you. And that is not on them to dictate. That is completely your decision. That ball is completely in your court. And it's time to realize that. If you're listening this far, I encourage you to put up a page where people have to pay to pick your brain. Not because you wanna sell a bunch of pick my brain packages, but because you personally want to step into the energy of my time is worth money. My energy is worth money. My expertise is worth money. Even if it takes me five minutes to give someone an answer to that question, the reason it took me five minutes is because I spent five years being good at this (laughs) or 50 years, whatever it is. It's like that story of Pablo Picasso, a woman wanted him to paint her a painting. He painted something, took him five minutes, and she said, how much is it going to cost? And he said something like, I don't know, $2,000. And she said, what? It only took you five minutes. And he said, it took me 20 years to do that in five minutes, or whatever the numbers were. This is the value of our time. It's not just, oh, your time, your five minutes of time shouldn't be worth any money. What did it take for you to be so good at what you do that it only takes you five minutes to say something that changes someone's life? That is where we want to respect people. That is where we want to honor intellectual property because it is so unique It comes from years and years of experience that is completely unique to you. It is so valuable. Like I said, I am so grateful that I had to pay $300 to talk to that yogi for an hour. That $300 turned into a multiple six-figure business. And 
I don't know if that would have been the case if it was just me getting free advice and not valuing it enough because it was free. Because I needed to see myself pay for advice for myself to, in order for me to switch my mind into realizing that I was worth that investment. That was just as powerful as the advice he was giving me. So don't rob people of that. <laughs> don't take that opportunity away from people. Let people invest in themselves. Let people value investing in themselves. <laughs>